Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I got two separate texts from guys claiming to be in Steen River in 1988 when the Edmonton Oilers won the. Uh, their fourth Stanley Cup. I, I watched it uh, up at a uh, an indigenous family's house in Steen River. <laughs> I watched the game with three or four of the guys from my tree planting camp. And this text comes in saying, Bob, I was in Steen River then too, managing the water bomber base at the airport. Fun times, one gas station. Don't blink. Well, you know what? Uh, it was fun times if you're an Oilers fan. Mark Spector is going to join us. He is our headliner today for touchback safety. Touchback remains open for training and is taking all necessary precautions to ensure the safety of their staff and clients. Uh, Mark, lots to get to, including some texts already from our Ashley Fine Floors uh, text line, uh, a concept that I uh, threw out there uh, in the first half hour of the show. But uh, Gary Batman coming down at the pipe at, at 2.30 today, Edmonton time. And what are your sources uh, saying at this stage? Well, it's a good question. It's his first chance to really speak to uh, the hockey fan, and he's doing the whole gamut, man. He'll be on Tim and Sid. He's doing live on the NHL Network and Sportsnet. And, you know, you name the hockey network, he's on it today. So uh, I think his intention is to sort of fully explain the format that they've agreed on. And I don't, I am led to, to, I am told that he will not be announcing the cities it will happen in. Uh, That is my belief. I'm not sure of that, but that is my belief. And I think, Bob, it's generally a chance for, Gary to kind of get to his constituents and then put himself in a position where I know Bill Daly's doing a Zoom call right after with the media, and Gary will be getting questions from, I'm sure, the people at NHL uh, Network and Tim and Sid, and really just, you know, get in front of the hockey people finally. We haven't seen Gary Benton behind a microphone for a long time, and and tell people face-to-face what the plans are. All right, so Hacksaw says... uh... Bob, I can't figure out how the NHL will be able to create multiple isolation bubbles, and eventually one team will have to leave its bubble to go to another bubble. So here's what I want to get to, Speck. Uh, uh, are you walking the dog, or are you... I'm just, I'm just about back inside. I, I just got caught out a little longer than I want to, Bob. All right, here we go. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's, so to me, the window has opened up here. As you know, uh, it was announced late, I think it was on Friday night, foreign athletes from multiple pro sports leagues will be exempt from restrictions on travel to the U.S. during the coronavirus pandemic. The acting uh, Department of Homeland Security, uh, DHS as security says. So the U.S. is, is basically providing an exemption for professional athletes. So that made me start to think on, and I know we're not going to have a final decision on the pods, and frankly that makes sense because there's still some runway here before we're actually going to be back on the ice even skating, let alone playing. Agreed? So yeah, that, for sure. that, that makes sense. But the question I have for you is why do you have to have all 12? So just, just, just hear me through here. Why could, if we know Edmonton and Vancouver, as an example, are going to be in this round of 24, and, and it's clear we're going with the 24 teams, 
and they need the 24 teams because Chicago and the New York Rangers and the Montreal Canadiens are three of the biggest six markets in the league. So, you know, that helps out the TV numbers and the, you know, potential money that uh, the, the league and those respective franchises would have to give back. So if we know that Vegas has a buy, and we know Vegas is interested in a pod, and we know that Edmonton's interested in a uh, pod, being a pod host, and Vancouver's interested in being a pod host, who says you just have to have one, especially if the United States government is allowing for an exemption on restrictions to travel? So could you theoretically have the round of 24 in the West only bringing eight teams in being easier to manage, frankly, with just eight teams in for that in either Vancouver or Edmonton for that round. And then the four winners of those uh, four respective series, they join the four teams that have the buy in the West in a place like Vegas. Again, because you have no exemption or you have an exemption for travel and no restrictions on travel. Does that make any sense at all? Could you do it that way? You could do it, sure, Bob. Like, here's what we're counting on. And I think this is the biggest issue is we don't know where these rules are going to be a month and a half or two months from now. You know, we can, everyone's making a guess. If this pandemic steps back, the rules may change midstream. And that's, nobody likes unpredictability when you're trying to plan things three months out. So, yes, Bob, I know when it began this thing, they were talking about uh, four cities with six teams, and they were going to do it divisionally. Right. But first of all, this new format, it doesn't work divisionally because look at Eminence playing Chicago right away. Uh, it's not a divisional format as such, right? Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to say to you, sure you can. I would think that you could, you could run an Edmonton to Vancouver. Uh, I know you, they, they're going to want Eastern time zones here is the only right. issue. If yeah. they want Vegas, if they want Vegas, what's Vegas in the summer? Are they in Pacific or Mountain? I know they don't change. Don't yeah, forget. I, I, I always forget. I think they're at the one same of the times. two. And, and let's say you pick Columbus because they've got a good setup. Columbus is a team that's in the Eastern Time Zone. Yep. But uh, so there is time zones to think about. There's four, you know, there's countries to think about. There's how many sites do you want to have to try right. to run these quarantines? It might be easier, Bob, to run one big bubble that holds 12 teams than two separate bubbles that hold six teams. I don't know. I've never tried to run a bubble before. So you know, probably Gary will speak to some of that today and certainly will be asking him those questions. Well, I, and I'd be intrigued to see whether or not you could do the round of 24 in one bubble and then the round of 16 in another bubble. and Because that way you limit the amount of teams that are in those cities to eight. And it's it's probably a little bit easier to maneuver. Uh, less testing has to be done each day, as an example, in that location. So that's now the other thing that we hit on spec was we're led to believe that there's not. We we know for a fact they're not going to decide which cities have the pods. We know that's not coming today at two thirty. We 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 assume there's going to be some like we'll have some clarity. Do you think we'll be looking at a uh, best? They have to do a best of five in the opening round. Do they not? Yeah, the, I mean that's certainly the plan that was that's been agreed to already. I think we can con- we can all confirm that the PA has has stated they've they've agreed to it. Uh, best of five that in the round that gets us down to 16 playoff teams, which is yep. the norm. And then you're looking at four seven-game series. So, you know, Bob, one of the things that we repeated over and over is however they do this thing, they got to make it so the Stanley Cup is something you're proud of so that, that it's it's got integrity. 
Well, if it's four seven, if it's four, you know, best of sevens, that's integrity, and I don't think anyone would agree that it's not. Spec, when uh, Chicago won in 2013, did they lose their integrity because we had a lockout that year and we only played 48 regular season games? Well, it's not that. I'm talking more about the playoffs because at one point they were talking about, sh- about a bunch of best of fives. Yeah. You know, so they're not talking about that now. And I think by, by again, by having four best of sevens, I think you just take the whole integrity thing right out of the conversation. I, I, I got to tell you, I'm not sold that you have to have a best of seven, even in the, the theoretically the... The, the what might turn out to be the second round, or you could even go the other. You could go best of five for the twenty four, uh, the twenty four round, best of seven. And, and that, I mean, part of the problem that the NHL has is we all know interest starts to, uh, you know, drift off, especially in the U.S. markets as we get it. You know, you know what I mean? Because we get fewer teams involved, and that 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 first round, the round of sixteen. Those tend to be the best, the the, the best uh, playoff rounds often. So it's, it's oh, ironic yeah. how that kind of works out. Mark That's Spector- going to be a huge problem this year, Bob, because you know we're going to be talking about the third and fourth round being played in August. So if you think it drops off when the sun starts shining in June, that will be an issue this August. Wh- All right. Which is uh, when we get back, we're going to talk a bit about the pods and what certain markets have going for and going against and. What should be the deciding factor for the National Hockey League? You're listening to Mark Spector's. Uh, Mark's appearance is brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Bob Stoffer with you at Oilers. Now we are going to get into some talk on the Oilers 88 and 90 Stanley Cup championships. Uh, today is the 32 year anniversary of Wayne Gretzky playing his last game. The Oilers lone first team All Star that year, Grant Fuhrer, who played 75 regular season games, will join us at 1:30. You're listening to Oilers now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Gary Bettman at uh, 2.30 today on 6.30 Chet. We'll be going with an extended version of Oilers Now until basically till 4.30. Bob Stoffer with you. Brendan Escott is in the house at 6.30 Chet, and he'll guide you home between 4.30 and 6. So Bettman talks 2.30. Uh, and then at 4 o'clock today, uh, Bill Daly, the deputy commissioner, uh, will uh, be taking some calls as well on a Zoom call. We have Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for the Horses and Horse Race in Alberta. One texter says, Bob, best of five, best of seven. What about a best of six? Well, a lot ain't happening, but Spec, could you imagine what it would have been like to have been in those old school WHL best of nines back in the day? That must have been just horrific. Oh, that's crazy. Mark, you there? You got me? Yeah, we got you now. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they called them the best of forevers for those best the, the, of nine. But I also remember, uh, what did they open up? What was the first round in the old days in the, in the NHL? Were they best of threes? They, be- they, they were best of threes. One year, best the of Ma- three. One year the Maple Leafs upset somebody in a best of three. I forget who it was. Yeah. Uh, like- Best so, of three, like that's unheard of in hockey now. So are, somewhere are, in the middle. All right, Mark, we're going to talk pods in this segment, and then uh, we'll hit on the draft between uh, one, fif- uh, 1 and one fifteen, and then we'll get to uh, uh, sort of Grant Fear and the 88 Oilers uh, because Grant's joining us at uh, one thirty-five today. Oh, good. Uh, 
So this text comes to us from Billy Sims, who was a heck of a running back back in his day. He says, Bob, do you think time zones matter? I do think Edmonton is a long shot due to our lack of uh, four-star hotels of big gyms and catering, but why can't we have games in the late afternoon? Uh, there's nothing going on at uh, Rogers Place or any other NHL arena. All right, so, Spack, what do you think is the league's primary focus to getting back and playing? What is the number one consideration for the respective pod cities, in your opinion? Well, it's it's got to be safety and the ability to maintain the bubble. That's the first thing, right? Okay. Safely. The worst thing that can happen to the National Hockey League, Bob, and there's, there, everyone who's firing up here is absolutely afraid of it, is to start going and then have a bunch of people get catch the COVID-19 and have to stop. So that is the most important thing by far. How closely do you think they're monitoring the respective caseloads in each of the cities that are in the mix to be pod hosts? Oh, it's a huge issue. And that's one thing that works against Vegas to me is if they open up Vegas wide, well, all the hockey players are there. Um, I don't care how your bubble works and how good your bubble is. You're going to get guys that are sitting in Vegas, a bunch of 20-something-year-old young guys, and they're going to want to get up and mingle a little bit. And the fear of catching COVID-19 in Edmonton mingling compared to when Vegas opens up, uh, it's not even a comparison there. 6,000 tests back in the last 10 days in Edmonton, seven positive tests. There are 75,000 people that live in the the neighborhood that I'm in, Twin Brooks. There's been two positive cases for the last... Uh, a total of two for the, basically the entire month of May. I think it's right. the same. I think it's the same two people. I'm I, I'm not 100 percent sure, uh, but and 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 I don't want to be myopic on Edmonton here. BC they haven't tested as much as Alberta per capita, but they've done a good job. Uh, you know, Vancouver is obviously uh, an older community than Edmonton. They've got significantly more deaths than Edmonton. Uh, and and then and the other thing is I don't know what the population of the actual health zones are. I don't know like if you go on Google and look up Vancouver, they'll say Vancouver City Center is seven hundred thousand, right? Is that what their coastal health uh, for Vancouver is listed at? I don't know. But anyhow, the bottom line is I, I think we'd be hard pressed to find uh, a city that's in this thing that has as low a caseload has one person in ICU with COVID, five people in the hospital in Edmonton with COVID, and has had seven new cases out of 6,000 tests in the last... I, I think we'd be very hard-pressed to have other NHL markets that are competing for this thing that are in that position. So that would suggest that Edmonton would probably be in a pretty good spot, Mark. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, between uh, between the, the setup they have with the rink and the practice rink, uh, and the hotel that goes straight there. And there's even restaurants that are within that walkway bubbly type thing uh, that that would probably be able to be used for the entirety of the thing as a sort of a cafeteria almost. Uh, between that, you know, their physical setup, between what we've got going with COVID here being a, a northern city that's fairly small. You know, I saw statistics, Bob, that said that uh, Vancouver as a metro area of of uh, over 5 million people is one of the very best in the world. And that's great for Vancouver, but they still have a lot more cases because they have a lot more people. Yeah. So 
Edmonton's got a lot going for it. And I'll say this, you know, I wrote this last week. You know, yeah, there's nine months of the year when if you're telling me I have to go somewhere for a month and spend a bunch of time and I'm not from either of them, I'm picking Vegas over Edmonton. But I'm not so sure that I want to go spend a month and a half or whatever it is, two months in Vegas in August and September in July when it's 40 degrees Celsius every day. I'm, t- I'm saying to you that when it comes to making ice, when it comes to the availability of good ice, yeah. and when it comes to just the temperature and, the, and the, the, who wants to be in Vegas in August, Edmonton beats Vegas on a lot of those uh, sides too, Bob. And, you know, we've had people suggest there's not enough hotels. Well, you, you obviously have the J- you have JW Marriott. You have the Crown. Uh, is that, no, sorry, Sutton. You have Sutton Place, which is owned by Tom Gillardy, which is a block and a half away. Yep. Tom Gillardy owns the he owns the Delta. He owns the Dallas Stars. You got the Delta, and then you've got obviously the uh, the Mac and the Weston's been remodeling a bit. But anyhow, there are plenty there's, of hotels. There's plenty of hotels. So, so Edmonton can make a compelling case from the safety perspective. Vancouver would tell you that they uh, could make a compelling case. Some would suggest Van- BC testing at half the rate of Alberta, given the asymptomatic nature of COVID, is. An important distinction. Others would say, uh, you're just being Alberta-centric. Uh, but Vancouver can make a compelling case. There's one thing, Spec, that Vegas can do that Edmonton and Vancouver are unlikely to do. How does Vegas get lots of events? Because they they're buy, Vegas? Because they <laughs> buy them. Because uh, they, pro- oh. they provide financial inducement to secure and procure events. So Vegas has more hotel rooms than anybody. Is it out of? Is it out? I'm not saying this is the Vegas Golden Knights doing this. I'm saying that this would be, some, you know, I, I don't know if they've got a downtown business association in Vegas, or if it's something that uh, occurs through the state government in Nevada. And I've got a friend, uh, the Chisler in Vegas, and he he texts me the updates all the time. And their rates in Nevada are very low compared to several of the other U.S. states. Um, but the one thing they got is money, and so if they, you know if they go to the NHL and say, "Well, I'll tell you what, you can have your team stay for free at our hotel rooms, and we'll pay for all the tests because they just had one of the uh, hotel operators from the Middle East uh, donate twenty million dollars for tests," that can be a compelling argument too, can it, Spec? Well, oh, for sure, money talks. You know, why are they even doing this thing? They're doing this to recover revenue. So yes, Bob. It's all about revenue, okay? There's no question. Uh, that's why coming to Canada doesn't work so badly because everything you save 30% on the dollar. So that's also a consideration. And I guess I'd say to you is this isn't a normal convention. Like, I don't, listen, I don't profess to be an expert on how and why and, and the protocol around Vegas inducing conventions to come to their town and what the deals there are out there. I'm sure they have a lot of deals. This isn't one, Bob, where all kinds of people are coming in to gamble and eat and see shows. And, you know, I don't see the hockey players aren't leaving a lot of money behind here if they're living in this bubble. Right. There's no fans coming in for this thing that are leaving a lot of money behind in Vegas. So I get it. Vegas wants the hotel rooms full, but they want them full with my understanding is with people who are going down to the casino and dropping a few hundred dollars every night. And I don't think this crowd will be doing that. 
Uh, all right. Well, Sean has texted the show, and he says, Bob, the NHL's major concern is revenue. This format, which is nothing more than a gimmick to accommodate Chicago, New York, and Montreal, shows what their actual actual concern is. If people don't believe that, ask yourselves this. Does the NHL roll out this format if Chicago and New York, et cetera, were sitting out uh, in our roll out this format if Chicago and New York were sitting in the playoffs? So, Speck, I'll ask you that question. That was Sean texting us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. What do you think? Uh, you know what? I, I'm I'm already a little tired of everyone moaning about the the uh, format. I mean, let's face it. We didn't finish the season, so it, it does open the door to let a few more teams in for a play-in round. I don't think that's completely out of, you know, a uh, completely foreign idea. Sure, those teams are New York and Chicago and Montreal. So... That means that for a best-of-five series, which is going to happen in about a week, they're going to get a little extra ratings kick. Now, if one of them wins, great. I don't know. Maybe one wins, maybe one doesn't. But you know what, Bob? I want to say this to Oilers fans. Like, you've been outside the playoffs for 12 of the last 13 years here, right? And now you finally get a good team. You're in the playoffs. You're a second-place team. And this thing happens. And now the playoffs are almost taken away. And now they're bringing them back. And... Why don't you, you know, I, I don't like to tell fans all that because they pay to get in and you and me don't. But I would I would just be happy that the playoffs are coming. Mark, we Chicago. Have... If you can't beat Chicago, go home, Bob. Mark, Mark we, have tech, we have texters that are saying, Bob, screw what all the experts say. We should have fans in the building too. Like we, we have, that's the we have we have ranges of texters that say yeah. there's no damn way we should be playing hockey, and you know what? The kids should not be in school uh, forever, and everybody should work from home. And oh, by the way, I, I, I'm uh, publicly employed and guaranteed 100 percent employment and full salary. Just kidding. Uh, no, but we do have people that say they shouldn't be playing hockey, and we have others that sit there and say I should be allowed to go to the games and make that decision for myself. We know where the problem is. There's a wide, there's a wide range of opinion out there, and some sure. of it is based upon your actual amount of salary that you have coming in right now. Whether or not you're, you know, an individual that maybe unfortunately has lost your job or a portion of your salary, like many of us have, as opposed to some, it's really interesting. It's quite, and people say, well, why do we have to tie politics in a little bit? Because politics is part of this, Mark, and we're going to go down that path. We're going to keep going because I'm going to ask you a couple more texts on the, get to a couple more texts back. We're having fun here. Uh, Randy Kilburn will have a global news weather COVID-19 pandemic update back with Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.